episode is brought to you by Eat Gourmet Every Day, a membership community for foodies who want to sharpen their cooking skills and cook a variety of cuisines with confidence. From live cooking classes to tips and tutorials for entertaining to chef-curated menus and a reservoir of delicious and tested recipes, Eat Gourmet Every Day has everything you need to be able to cook confidently and be your own chef at home. To learn more and become a member, head over to eatgourmeteveryday.com. Hey, 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 welcome to Eat Out at Home, the podcast. This is the place for foodies who want to learn how to cook better, eat healthier, dine together, and enjoy some gourmet every day. I'm your host, Chef Evelyn, and on this podcast, I share with you my best chef secrets that I've learned from teaching thousands of people how to cook via online and in-person cooking classes, healthy eating workshops, and from my well-seasoned career in the culinary field. Listen, I've been cooking for over 20 years, so I know my way around the kitchen. If you're ready to spice things up in that department, then just consider me your secret ingredient. So if you're ready, sit back, relax, grab a snack, and let's dive right in. So today I'm about to get on my chef soapbox in this episode, and I want to talk to you about some of the common cooking mistakes that drive me insane. Listen, I love you. I do. I do. I do. But if I happen to be walking down your block in this episode and I say something that you do, just know this is coming in love that I I want your food to be amazing. I want it to be delicious. I want it to be nutritious. I want it to be enjoyable. I want you to have a great time in the kitchen. And so just know that as I share these mistakes with you, I'm going to share with you how to correct them. Okay, so that we can all be the better for it. Okay, don't invite me over for dinner. Well, no, invite me over because nobody likes to cook for me. Okay, ever since I went to culinary school, nobody wants to invite me over. This isn't about me. This is about you. Let me get back to the point. So let's get into some of these common cooking mistakes. Now, I'm going to start with kind of the basics. You know, a lot of times I, you know, I'll buy a cookbook and I'll read the reviews and people will talk about, oh, this recipe didn't work for me. And, um, you know, oh, it didn't turn out right. And let me just say this. Here's one of the biggest mistakes that people make is reading a recipe incorrectly. Like, did you read it all the way through before you started cooking? Or did you be like, oh, I already know how to do it. And then you started it. And then halfway through, you realized that the author did something unique, but you are so smart. You already started doing it. Like, it's the craziest thing to be me. People are like, oh, it didn't turn out the way they said. It's like, but did you change five different ingredients and then be like, it's different? Like, it's amazing to me. This this happens a lot, especially on like food blogs. Like people be like, oh, I changed the regular flour to cornstarch and you know the texture came out crazy it's like because did you know that cornstarch and flour while they both are starches and yes they both thicken like they do two completely different things like did you did you know that so one of the things I'm going to say to you is is read the recipe all the way through and if you're unfamiliar with the recipe make it the way it's instructed the first time and then the next time you make it 
change it up a little bit, add your own spin to it, but make sure you know what the ingredients are doing. Because I think a lot of times people think they know how ingredients work and techniques work and and they do a little bit, but not really. And that's kind of why I created Eat Gourmet Every Day because I wanted to be able to teach people the proper cooking techniques. So it doesn't matter what recipe, blog, what cookbook, what magazine you find yourself wanting to cook from that you know When they say saute, that that's different than frying, right? When they say braise, that's different than roasting, like that you really understand what that means. So the first mistake is not reading a recipe properly, okay? The second one is cooking with dull knives. Listen, I have a whole mini course on this called knife skills right um this teaching you how to slice and chop and dice like a pro but it also talks to you about how to properly sharpen your knives store your knives how often to get them sharpened the right kind of knives you need because the most dangerous tool in the kitchen are dull knives like i can't tell you how many times i have to go to my friend's house and keep my knife kit in the trunk like i literally keep knives in the trunk like it's not only a culinary tool it's also also a safety precaution like don't roll up on me i'll pop the trunk on you you know what i'm saying like okay anyway i'm not violent at all unless you roll up on me in a dark alley i got knives anyway the point is having dull knives like fam the reason why it's taking you 27 minutes to chop an onion is because your knife doesn't have an edge on it like if you bought that knife block that has 38 knives for $29.99 and you bought it at the same place you can get your oil change I can tell you right now you don't have quality knives so listen I'm gonna link to my knife skills class it's only 27 bucks invest in yourself like love yourself save yourself some time in the kitchen but cooking with dull knives and so yes even the cuts that you make affect the flavor people think it doesn't but there's this little thing called mouthfeel and so the size of the cuts or how sharp they are does affect the flavor believe it or not but anyway i digress get you some quality knives take the knife skills course and thank me later okay Next thing I want to talk about is that you're cooking with expired spices. Can we talk about it? Can we talk about that spices do not last forever? Can we talk about that giant container of lemon pepper that's neon yellow that you keep using over and over and over again that you've had since you were in college and you're wondering why you used to be able to use a teaspoon and now you have to use a fourth of a cup just to get the flavor to come out like spices don't last forever and if you're storing them improperly then they have an even shorter lifespan okay so make sure that you're looking at the expiration date on your spices make sure that you're storing them properly i go through a whole module on this in the fun food academy i go over it again and eat gourmet every day about how to properly buy and store and even grind your own spices so make sure you're not cooking with expired spices like you're not going to get the flavor payoff and that's why your recipe is not turning out the way you want it now this is one that you may not know and I'm, I'm bringing in a little bit of my engineering background here okay a little science little chemistry little heat transfer is that people who cook with cold food so it's like this. You get home from work, right? And you're ready to cook dinner. So you pull your proteins out and you turn on the pan and you throw the meat in the pan. 
Well, this is why your meat is gray on the outside and raw on the inside or well done on the outside and raw on the inside. Because the reality is you need to bring food as close to room temperature as possible before you put it in a hot pan so that the heat can distribute evenly through the food. It's a whole thing. I go into heat transfer in detail in the Fun Food Academy and then I walk you through step by step like all the different degrees of doneness and how to know when meat is done or different foods are done and how to use heat transfer to your advantage inside of eGourmet Every Day. So if you are not a member of the eGourmet Every Day community, like you need to get your life, come join us. We're going to have an amazing time over there. But don't cook with cold food that you'll get more even doneness the closer to room temperature that your food is. And it doesn't matter if it's your Thanksgiving turkey or a piece of fish or a head of broccoli, the closer it is to room temperature, the better quality, the better quality, the final product is going to be from the way you cook it. And then lastly, is um, people using the wrong tools for the wrong job in the kitchen. Like, like, get you some quality tools. You know, if you don't know what tools to use, I have all the tools that I use in my kitchen on my website. If you go to chefevelyn.com forward slash tools, all the tools that you need to be set up successfully in the kitchen are there. But, you know, if you're trying to strain your pasta and you don't have a colander, if you're wondering why the salad dressing is sliding off the leaves of your salad is because your salad greens are wet and you need to spin the water off. Like there's so many different things. And it's like you don't need a ton of tools, but you do need the right tools for the right job because it does affect the quality of your food. So listen, I hope my little chef rant has been beneficial to you today. I hope that if I offended you, you get over it. Okay. Because I want you to have amazing food. Nobody wants to eat your gray steak. We want a steak that's seared on the outside and juicy on the inside. Okay. Nobody wants your overcooked chicken breast. We'd love you, but we can't bear to tell you that it's dry fam because you're overcooking it because you put it in the pan cold anyway and we can't bear to tell you that you the reason why you put 5,000 pounds of pepper is because your pepper is old and let me say this before we go can I say this can I say this salt and pepper aren't married y'all they're just really good friends like if you already have a form of pepper in the dish like cayenne pepper or a jalapeno pepper, or a habanero pepper, then you don't need black pepper. Salt is a mineral, not a seasoning. It's a flavor enhancer, whereas pepper is an actual spice. And so you don't necessarily always want competing spices. Like in a dish, are you really going to put a Fresno pepper, a bell pepper, a jalapeno pepper, and a habanero pepper? No, because that doesn't make any sense. It's too many peppers. Like, get you some quality spices and some quality herbs and so that you don't have to use pepper in every single dish some pepper are not married they just happen to be good friends so that's it y'all i hope you enjoyed this episode know that it's all in love i look forward to having you in eat gourmet every day and uh, i can't wait till the next episode peace thank you so much for listening If you enjoyed this podcast, head on over to ChefEvelyn.com and join the Inside Dish. That's the place where you and I can stay connected and where I can send you culinary inspiration, occasional recipes, and some food for thought. 
And if you're curious about what I'm cooking in between episodes, then follow me on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook for some more delicious behind the scenes. Don't forget to jump on over to iTunes and leave a review. And remember, it's absolutely okay to enjoy some gourmet every day. I'll see you next time.